0: Welcome back to the Half Swing Shinty podcast, where we review and preview the shinty from all over Scotland with a weekly co-host. First up on today's show, I've been joined by Megan Campbell from Sky. Megan, how are you getting on? You all right? Yeah,
1: everything's good here. Weather's a bit manic at the minute with the sun and then the snow and the sun back again,
0: but yeah, everything's great. Yeah, yeah, we have the exact same in Bewley, so I can sympathise with that. Um, You're just back from school. Um, That's why we're recording at this time. Uh, What was your day like?
1: Uh, well I actually didn't make it to school stay as I picked up an injury on Monday playing shinty for the high school. Um so I didn't actually make it to school stay.
0: Oh gee was. Uh, and what what happened to you? Did you get a, a nasty knock or was it over the ankle or you yeah, you can
1: play from later. Yeah, it was um to the ankle. We were playing in the Sorley Lee McLean Memorial Cup and it was against Plockton and it was just a nasty hit. I blocked it as well as I could, but it was, it was a really good hit by, I don't know if you know, Marie McKenzie, okay, yeah. but I thought like, she's really good for shield, like defender, strong hit, just caught me on the side of the ankle.
0: She was. Um. And did you win the game in the end?
1: Unfortunately, we didn't. Oh, we geez. had... We played as hard as we could, but in were definitely there to win it. They were definitely fighting for that win, and it was a well-deserved win, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, insult and injury then, so that's not really yeah. <laughs> that's not ideal. Um, okay, well, that makes my next question kind of redundant, but we'll go into it anyway, because I quite want to talk about them. School dinners, uh, they get a lot of hate, um, but the ones at Charleston Academy, where I went, uh, were actually quite nice. Uh, what was on? i was going to ask you what was on the menu today but i'll ask you what was on the menu yesterday then and how do you feel about school dinners overall
1: um so i don't mind school dinners i mean i l- literally get the same thing every single day i get whatever soup they have on and then the cheese baguette and i hope for the best but my friends go into like the hot side and they usually have macaroni and like jacket mm-hmm. potatoes but i don't know how much I trust the school's macaroni. <laughs> so I just kind of play it safe with my soup and hope
0: for the best. Yeah, well, you can't go wrong with soup and a cheese baguette, you know, that's pretty straight down the middle. Like, if they get that yeah. wrong, then you're really in trouble. <laughs> um, we normally ask folk on the podcast what they do for a living, but obviously you're still in school, so do you know what you want to do when you leave?
1: Um Well, when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a chef because I really liked cooking, but now I've kind of just, like, gone out of that and just cook like, as a hobby, But my dad's in the ambulance, so he's, like, really certain I'll make maybe like, a helicopter, like, for the ambulance. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then mum wants me to join the police, but I don't really have an idea. I want to do astronomy, Mm because I like studying the stars and everything, but I don't know, I haven't really got a set plan yet.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I don't think anyone really does at your age. Um, A chef who only eats cheese baguettes, I'm not sure that's going to work, but I'm I'm glad you grew (laughs) out of (laughs) that. um okay so we're gonna go on and talk about some of the games uh, that just recently happened so you know there weren't many matches on in the women's game last weekend i think mostly due to covid but i thought yeah. it would be a miss uh to of me basically not to get you on to talk about the previous week's game um could you talk me through your result against levitt from start to finish
1: uh, yeah, the Lovett game, well, we were going into it with, like, positive attitude. We had a young team, as we usually do. Like, it's pretty common now for Sky to have a very young team. Um, so, yeah, we were going in with positive minds, and, you know, it was just whatever. We obviously wanted to pick up a win because we had lost the shot glass before. So, yeah, it started off, like, pretty even fights. I say we were really fighting for it, and in the end, I do think it was, like, a deserved win for us, and we really wanted that and needed that. But yeah, it was a strong fight straight from the start. like love it. we're fighting back every time we scored. Love it. we're coming back stronger. But in the end, with the heat, I think we just got it. There were a few chances where I'm sure the love it girls could say the same. We like could have scored a couple more. they could have scored a couple more. It was just lucky for us how it fell in the day, and I do actually think it was quite deserved, but it was a good game. It was fun. It was definitely like really enjoyable and it was like good atmosphere after with the girls like eating and talking to them all it was nice.
0: Yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And it certainly looks on paper like an exciting game. Sky winning 5-4 in the end. Um, scoring um, scoring one goal in a game is impressive. Scoring a hat-trick is you know, pretty incredible. But when you, players start going beyond that, you really have to sit back and say, wow, now you scored four goals in that game. How did that feel?
1: Um, It was pretty... Like, I don't know, it's just really, like, euphoric, exciting. I honestly, when the game ended, I thought it was 4-4, I thought it was a (laughs) draw, and then all the sky girls started coming over there celebrating, and I was like, what on earth? And then somebody (laughs) told me that I scored four, and I just, I couldn't believe it. I just kind of, like, I don't know, I guess how hot it was, I just, like, didn't realise. And then after, it just felt, like, really nice. I got to call my mum and tell her that I scored four, and it was just a really nice, like, thing today. Like, seeing it on paper as well, like, Megan Campbell 4, just really, like made me like happy I
0: don't know yeah absolutely You're quite right too I think uh scoring four goals in you know a 12-0 win is kind of like yeah it's still great but it's not mm, it's not quite as good as scoring four goals in a game that you you know narrowly win that means you've you've really made an impact so congratulations yeah. to you Thank for you. that uh would you say that was the best game of your career so far um yeah I definitely think so it's one that will
1: definitely stand out if like somebody asks me about it it's definitely going to be love it sky 5-4 because that was a really close game and it, yeah like i said i just really enjoyed it yeah like it was one of those games i wish i could go back to or i wish my parents were watching
0: mm-hmm. um i mean love it obviously a good team they they won the the division last year or in 2019 sorry i should say so it's not like it was uh it was an easy team you're up against either so yeah no i can't yeah. uh, <laughs> congratulate you enough um, what are your aspirations in Shinty more generally, you know, both maybe as a team at Sky and also personally for yourself?
1: Um, I think personally I just kinda want to like obviously everyone wants to like promote young players like to like join and like see how much fun it is and everything. So I think that's like kind of what I want to say personally. Like mm-hmm. especially with the girls at training, just keep motivating them and telling them like to keep coming. And I think it would be like I don't know, it'd be nice to be like known as like a part of girls who are like strong in the community and motivate and like are good like role models to look up to for the young ones Mm -hmm. and then as a team i think uh i don't know this league this year for this league i think like we want to obviously do well but like again we have a very young team so i think like the main aspirations for like this year is to like build up younger girls and like get them to keep coming consistently to trainings and games and like build up a strong team
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely um taking it back maybe then to how you actually got involved in the sport in the first place can you talk to us a little bit about that
1: um i got involved in primary school it must have been p1 or p2 my mum started taking me to trainings because my brother used to play shinty. And I actually started off as a defender, and it was indoor training. And I remember getting put up front, and I was like, God, this is so boring. Like, just because they did that rule where you're not allowed to come out of, like, the attacking area. Yeah. So this is so boring, (laughs) waiting for the ball to come up. But then I started playing it more, and I was like, you know what? I actually quite like this. But I did actually end up quitting Shinty in primary seven for, like, a year or two. And then I came back to it in high school, so.
0: Well, as long as you came back to it, that's the main thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I suppose it's not it's not so boring when you when you're banging in four goals and stealing all the glory. <laughs> it's actually not too bad playing up front then.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I understand that the first team and second team at Sky Chain together. Um what's it like training with the first team players? Um it's really good
1: training with the first team players like it's really motivating especially because they've won like Trophies before, and they've like been doing this for years. They have like like really good experience, and it's just really nice learning off of them. Like even learning off defenders, like Christina McDonald, like that's like just nice. Even though like we play dude like two different like positions, she can still give you tips. And then like if you start learning from her, like how she defends, then it's gonna like work against other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, are there any sort of players specifically that you look up to either at Sky or or elsewhere in the women's game?
1: Um. Rihanna Kirk, probably, she's like, for Sky, I think she's definitely my number one who I try and like, show myself in her, like her and me, like, Mm -hmm. at trainings, I try to pick up on what she does, and like, copy the runs that she does, Uh, so she definitely like, motivates me a lot, and I like, yeah, I just kind of try and be like her as much as I can, but also still keeping like, to myself, so I'm not just like a copycat version of her, but yeah, I try and use a lot of her tips and games and everything to improve.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you've, you've obviously still got your own talents as well, but uh, it's great to, to be able to learn off players like that. Um, Local rivals, Kinloch Shield, they've been going quite well since the Glenachar game. They won 8-0 last week and 12-1 the week before. Do you think they're maybe going to be hard to stop this year? And, you know, how familiar are you with the players? Obviously, you know, it's quite close locally, but, uh, you know, do you know many of them?
1: Um, Yeah, I actually do know a few Shield girls like Beth Murphy and Georgia Campbell and all that. Um, they're all really nice, like, on and off the pitch. They're, like, a really nice group of girls. And, of course, as well, there's Emma Gordon, who went to Sheil, and Lorna McCray, and they're all really nice. And it's, like, obviously, in a shinty game, you want to be tough and, like, stand your ground, but it's kind of hard sometimes when, like, you know the girls off the pitch, and you know how lovely they are and how nice they are. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I do think they are looking very promising this year. I think they have a really strong team, and they're obviously proving that in their scorelines. So I think they will be a tough challenge, but as long as we keep a positive head and we go in there knowing that we've like played these girls before, we know some things about them, I think we could come out there with a win if we stay positive, we stay focused. Like, we keep going the way we're going, we could you know, level it out with them, and if not, then like give it our all at least.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we sort of spoke about that 5-4 game. Are there any other particular highlights of your playing career so far? I know you're obviously still quite young, so there might not be much to choose from, but...
1: Um... There's not really like sec. Obviously, there's it's been a while since there's been proper games, but um, there was like a few moments when we used to do the development league that were really nice, especially I was like a lot younger back then, like mm-hmm. 13 or 14. Um, but like the development games, I'd say, were definitely a point in my little like what you could call my shitty career so far where I was like, you know what, I'm actually really enjoying this. Um, and yeah, just winning like trying my hardest in developments and then getting awards for it, just really like. It
0: was like a high point because I felt like I'd done something like it was like a purpose, like getting a trophy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, Uh, it seems like everyone's sort of beating everyone in Maui WCA North Division 2 this year. I was having a little look through the scores from the last few weeks and it's not like there's any sort of real dominance. Uh, Do you think that Sky should maybe be aiming for that title? Or if not, who do you think are probably going to be the favourites?
1: Um, so, I think this year, obviously, it would be nice to get the title, but I feel like this year we're more focused on, like I said earlier, bringing mm. up the younger ones and, like, training them for, like, next season and getting them ready. Obviously, it's nice to win games, and that's what we're going to try and do, but I think, yeah, I think the focus, you know, is looking for is definitely, like, bringing up the young ones, getting them coming to training the more motivated, but I think, as far as it is to stay, obviously, there are rivals. I think King Lockshiller coming out to be the favourites just now, mm-hmm. you know, but... I think Inverness as well could be a hard game for us. We haven't played them in a while. Mm-hmm. Last time we played them, I can't remember what the score was. It was so long ago, but I think King Shield or Inverness could be like potential favourites yeah. just now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of good sides in the league, and it'll be interesting to see how that develops throughout the season. Um, is there anything else you'd like to cover, or are you happy to just uh, just call it there? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's brilliant. I would just want to say thank you so much for jumping on the pod. Um, you might only be young, but you're much more eloquent than people twice your age who I normally have to drag, you know, <laughs> conversation out of like uh, like bleeding a stone. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah,
2: thank you for having me. This podcast is sponsored by Rustwood, proud partners of the Cavanagh Association. Shinty is ingrained in the community of Newtonmore and in Rustwood, With many of our staff involved in the sport over the years from players and team managers to volunteers and die-hard fans. Rustwood are a leading supplier of high quality, sustainable timber flooring, cladding and decking products. Quality, expertise, innovation, environment and community are at the core of everything we do. We strive to be the best for our customers through unrivalled technical expertise and customer service, and to do our best for the environment by offering sustainable, high performance timber products. Search Russwood to find us online and on social media.
0: I've now been joined by Daniel Stewart from Kilmali. Daniel, how have you been getting on? Oh, good. Uh... Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, we always try and sort of get to know our guests a little bit outside of Shinty as well. So, you know, just to give our listeners a, a sort of idea about you, could you tell me what you do for a living? Um, I'm a joiner. A joiner. Very good. Uh, you you uh, tried your hand at making any cammons yet? Um, no, no, unfortunately not. Oh, that's quite all right. You might uh, you might have to have the, have the shortage returns, but here's praying it does not. Uh-huh. Um, okay, well there's not much at any point sort of uh, hanging around any longer. Let's just let's just get straight into it. Um, we're going back to an old favourite from the podcast this week. We're going to review some previous results. So what I'm looking for from you, Daniel, is I want you to tell me who the shock of the week was last week, and also who was the player of the week in your match.
2: Um, the shock of the week for me was um, Inverness. They came to the canal and put on a great performance, and the man of the match was. Shane O'Rourke, He played the game, scored
0: two goals at fourteen. I think that makes him the first the youngest ever Kamali first team goal scorer. Is that right? Uh, he was he's fourteen, is he, Shane O'Rourke? Uh, fourteen. Oh wow, no that that is quite impressive, I must say. I didn't realise that when I was uh, when I was looking at the scores. Yeah. So is he has he been does he normally play for the first team or is this was he just No, uh, well,
2: he's had a few games so that's him. No. He's yeah.
0: Some talent. yeah, absolutely. Certainly seems that way. I mean, to to grab a double in a cap game um, at 14 years old for the first team. I mean, that's that's incredibly impressive. Um, so yeah, no, I think that's a good choice. Um, we'll go on to a few questions now before we move on to the next section. So I just wondered if you could, you know, you've sort of mentioned about that game now. Could you talk me through it, uh, sort of from start to finish, how how it seemed for you and 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 Kilmally? Yeah, we
2: started off well had lots of chances we just couldn't find the net I missed a good few chances myself I feel I should have thought Inverness came into the game and got themselves in front of a goal luckily Shane popped up with the equaliser straight after we were putting on the pressure and they kept shutting us out we finally got the breakthrough from Stuart Carlson on the half hour with a great finish second half we get the goal from Shane again thought that we'd put the game to bed but Inverness didn't stop they get the goal in the last 20 minutes it was a high tempo trying to get another goal thought their defence was good they put us under pressure and blocked everything we threw at
0: them Absolutely, I mean the, were, were you surprised? I was a little bit surprised when I saw the result that, uh, that Inverness had, had you know, come so close were, were you guys expecting them to be as tough as they were?
2: Um, I think maybe we, we thought we were going to win the game pretty easily but mm-hmm. we didn't
0: um, you gave Canussi a, a proper scare the week before, though obviously they ended up coming away with the two points, um, but it was just 2-1. How did you find that challenge uh, and going up against the, the league champions of 2019?
2: I yeah, we gave Canussi a good game. We made a few changes to our usual side, and that worked pretty well for us. Canussi were the better team, but they'll feel lucky to have taken the two points because on another day like we could have easily taken something. Mm-hmm. Um I thought
0: the defence was great. Uh, we did, we stopped them playing centre. No, definitely. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a bit of a, a, bit of a, you know, close run thing for for them. And I guess you guys are unlucky to come away with, without a point. But um, moving on, I was reading that 18 Kilmali players have made their debut for the first team in less than 12 months. What's that like for the club? You know, does it affect the stability of the team, or is it just good to see so many young players coming through? Um, it's just
2: young
0: boys coming through, it was just what we've had available, so that's all we could do, a lot of clubs have played the Covid card, but hmm. we've just went with the young boys and it's good to give them game time. Yeah, definitely, I mean if, they're, if the 14 year olds are scoring a couple of
2: goals for you up front then you've got no,
0: you've got no hassle <laughs> giving the young boys chances. Oh aye, I know, definitely. Um, okay. A couple of the guys, we had a season preview episode and a couple of the guys had, had tipped Kilmally for relegation. Now I know that's maybe a bit of a sensitive subject, but what do you have to say to that? I everyone's entitled to their own opinions. We'll just keep ourselves motivated and see what happens. Absolutely, I think that's uh, that's fair enough I was not expecting you to say anything else Like, I mean, it would have been a trap for you to say No, we're 100% going to stay up And it would have been awful if you no. said No, we're well, we're pretty sure we're going to go down But uh, who's the best player you've ever come up against?
2: Uh, there's a few But I would probably say Rory Kennedy from Newton Moore We don't get
0: a second That's probably the best player Yeah, no, we, we hear that quite a lot I've asked that question to a few of our guests And Rory Kennedy's never far from, from the mouth of a forward When we ask that um, maybe something we don't ask quite so often. Who's your favourite referee and and why? Um, obviously the best ever. Just uh, well, uh, just 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 ever's fine, yeah, or current, whatever suits you, whatever you think.
2: Um, well, it was years ago. I I liked Duncan
0: Kelly. I thought he was a great referee. Uh-huh. He just let, he was fair and let the game flow. Absolutely, that's that's all you want from a ref. If you are out and about this weekend looking for some shinty, you're spoilt for choice. Newton Moore are taking on Fort William at home at the Ellen. Uh, can you see our welcoming kinloch shield so two games in Bednock on Saturday. Can kinloch shield of course, a repeat of the 2021 Cottages.com McTavish Cup final. kinloch shield had a little bit of a rough start to the season, um, obviously picking up defeats at the hands of Newton Moore and at the weekend at the hands of Levitt as well. So they'll be looking to swing back into action with a result at the Dell. GMA... Um, who've just come up into the division will be welcoming Kyle's Athletic who've been going well so far so that'll be an interesting one if you're in the south. If you're from the south but a particular fan of the black and white hoops then you might be traveling up to Kiltarlity to watch your side Oban Kamenak take on Lovett to refresh off that strong result against Kinlochshil. In the national division, Lochaber, who were relegated in 2019 take on Aberdour, who were promoted in 2019 and what should be an exciting clash at Spean Bridge. Glass, welcome Oban Celtic, with both sides looking to get their first points of the season on the board. At the other end of the table, Bewley travelling to Sky. Both teams are unbeaten so far this season, and that should be a great match in what is a repeat of the 2021 ballymore cup final there's a whole host of other matches on that we just simply don't have time to go through on the podcast but there will be a shinty game near you and there's loads of great games especially in the highland industrial supply settling cup this weekend as well as in the area leagues. so check out matches.shinty.com to see all the fixtures and results Uh, We'll move on to do predictions for the week ahead, so every week, this is a sort of new thing we're just adding in this week for the listeners, Um, every week I'm going to go up against my guest, Uh, we both get to predict three teams who we think are going to win for the week ahead, Um, and one point for each that you get right, So, so I've agreed so far, and I'm going to agree with all my future guests that whoever is losing at the end of the season, whether that's guests or me, um, has to buy the other one a pint. Um, now, coming to think of it now, it's probably not the most sensible thing to do, given the fact that they'll all, at most, be paying for one pint, and I could potentially be shelling out for 30 pints, but we're too late in now. I'm not editing this bit out of the podcast. It's said, it's live. High stakes, let's go. Um, Newton Moore to beat Fort William. Newton Moore to beat Fort William, okay. Uh, is there any particular reason you think that? I could just think that's a, a bouncer. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with Fort William being the rivals and try to get one over on them at all, no. No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a bit annoyed that you've taken that one actually because that was one of my ones. Um, okay, I'm up next. I think that Lovett are going to beat Caberfe in Maui North Division One. Um, love it obviously we're in the cap final for the Sutherland cap and won the strat down last year at second team level so I think that they should have a little bit too much for Caber fee do you want to tell me your next one I've got open to beat Lovett Oban to beat Lovett. Uh yes, they're travelling up to play at Bulgate. Maybe a bit of a surprise one there. I was sort of staying a little clear of that. I wasn't not too sure which way that's gonna go, but you think uh you think Oban are gonna gonna take the points? Um how were Lovett against you guys? I know obviously they won they won three nil, but uh, what was the match like? Uh, they were good but um I felt like it was the first game so we just didn't take our chances again but I didn't feel there was three goals in it yeah no that's fair I mean just getting the start of the season everyone was quite rusty after some time away um, yeah. okie doke my next one I'm going to go for is Inverary to beat Oban Celtic um, I think Inverary you know they've obviously just come down from The Maui Premiership in 2019, and I think that even though Oban Celtic are at home, Inverary should have a little bit too much for them. So that's my second one. What's your third one?
2: Um, Kyles to beat Glasgow
0: mid. Kyles to beat Glasgow mid, another away win there. I think Kyles have had a, a kind of mixed start to the season, but pretty positive all round. Obviously, they drew two each with Newton Moore just a couple of weeks ago. Um, so yeah I think there's there's a chance for, for that as well and uh, my last one I'm going to go for in the McTavish cap Caberfe at home to Glen Ackert obviously missing um, Craig Morrison for the last couple of weeks after his red card but I think they will have too much for Glen Uckert. I saw Glen Uckert, I was at the Beely game last Saturday they certainly didn't look too bad but I think Cabers will just have a little bit too much firepower for them so that brings us to the end of that. Um, we're going back to another old favourite, which is Six Aside Shinty. So, Daniel, I'm looking for you to tell me your dream Six Aside team that can only be one player per team. You want to start and tell me who your goalkeeper would be?
2: Stuart McDonald
0: from Love. Stuart McDonald from Love a very popular pick on the podcast. I must say, I think you know he's widely considered one of the best goalkeepers, um, certainly in my lifetime. Um and, yeah, no surprise to see him in there. Do you want to tell me one of the defenders now? Um, Steve McDonald from newton Moore. Steve McDonald, newton Moore, again, another person who makes most of the most of the teams, although he doesn't seem to make many of the Canutee guys' teams when I talk to them, and I think we all know exactly why that is. Um, so, yeah, no no surprise to see him in there at the back. Um, another defender? Stevie
2: Stewart from London, Camden.
0: Oh, yeah? Okay. Do you want to tell me a bit about him?
2: That's my brother.
0: Oh, right. okay. You, you can see I'm on the back foot there already because that was not one I was expecting you to say. But you uh, see, down playing for London, did you say? Yeah, he's playing. Well, he's down there at the moment. Oh, yeah. that's that's brilliant. Um So what's is he down there for work or what? Yeah, he's
2: working down there. I
0: don't know, So. Okay. He's a group made the team. No worries. Well, you'll be getting a you'll be getting something extra special for Christmas from him after that. Um ah. At full centre, who have you got? And um, I've got Ennis Blackwell from Kamali. Yeah, I think he's a great player. Um, No surprise to see him in there. I thought you would include him, given your Kilmally connections. Um, And up front? Uh, Kevin Bartlett from Calvers. Yeah, Kevin's a fantastic goal scorer, multi-time Scotland international, and quite frequently makes these teams. And the final forward? Um, Roddy MacDonald. Roddy McDonald from Kyle's yeah another likewise I mean you can I could wax lyrical about these guys all day but there's no point wasting people's time people know Roddy McDonald from his years of exploits with Kyle's and of course scored the winning penalty last year in the Glasgow Celtic Society Cup well thank you very much for your time Daniel that brings us to the end of the show is there anything you would like to cover off before we finish um Okay, brilliant. Well, all that's left for me to say is thank you very much for coming on.
2: No bother, thanks
0: very much. That was another episode of the Half Swing Shinty podcast. Thank you for listening and sticking around for that. We've got to thank our sponsors for this episode who are Russwood. Thank you for all the support you give to the Kavanagh Association and Shinty as a whole and also this podcast. We've also got to thank Glasgow band Pizza Crunch for providing the intro to this podcast. You can check them out on Spotify. And last but not least, we have to thank Fergie McDonald for letting us use the Shinty referee to play us out. The Shinty
2: referee
0: For William Baller, Fulish, Oban, Kamenach and Kiles Till Mali Skylach, Aber yes he travels many miles Glen Urchut in the Rearay, Gimloch, Sheila Newton
1: Glenorchy, Owen, Celtic and Nymarchen and Strathglass Kilmory, Beelton, Lorne and around the Brenda Pass There's midder Gael, Boleskine and Glengarry near Loch Ness Strachar and Lochside, Rovers, Copper Bay and